Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, we're just beginning a new year, and if you're like a lot of us, here are a few reasons you may be stressed out. Christmas and New Year's are over, and it's back to work. All those projects you put off over the holidays are piled up on your desk, staring you in the face. And so many of us don't relish our jobs and dread to get back to our daily workplace routine. No significant time off from work till the end of May. And if you live in the northern U.S. or Canada, it's so cold outside and it's such a long time until spring. And about half the U.S. population, especially you women, Hispanics, and immigrants, are still upset by results of last fall's election and fear the impact of a Trump presidency. And there's always plenty to worry about, aren't there? isn't there if you're so inclined are you a victim of chronic stress on pins and needles throughout the day and unable to sleep very well at night potential stress demons are everywhere maybe right around the corner or way across the nation or the world and worst of all is to be stressed out about something that you have no power to control and if you're feeling too relaxed now simply tune into one of the tv's 24-hour cable news channels and you will discover more than enough to worry about (laughs) and here's the bad news the harmful effects of stress don't impact just the present moment because stress can be extremely harmful to your health and well-being over time they can bring on uh, extreme stress can bring on a stroke or heart attack chronic stress is the foundation of many other chronic diseases and conditions including diabetes and alcoholism stress people age faster your body feels weaker and your mind becomes tired and forgetful in fact studies demonstrate that high stress levels can dramatically increase your risk for alzheimer's and believe it or not chronic stress literally shrinks your brain sadly it's not just the stressed out individual who suffers but also all of those of those around us relationships fracture and families fall apart because of stress and to sum it up uh, stress is the new age epidemic that no one talks about and wouldn't it be great from this day forward if you and i could remain calm whatever this crazy world throws at us and today we have the ideal guest to help us calm down and reduce perhaps even eliminate chronic stress he's known far as and wide as dr tom and he's here to explain why being fearful of the future is both useful are useless, excuse me, and most definitely ruins the present moment. And more importantly, he'll share tips to help us calm down. And his real name is Dr. Karen Dinchala, MD and MPH. That's a master's in public health. And hello, Dr. Uh, Dr. Calm. And uh, oh, let me give his biography here for a second. He's a board-certified internal medicine physician currently practicing in Palm Springs, California. He's founder and president of Stress-Free Revolution with a mission to improve the emotional well-being of people across the world. Widely acclaimed author, speaker, and stress management expert. And he has created the PET system for stress-free living that he'll share with us today. And he's author of a brand new book scheduled uh, for release uh, during January. 
uh, called Calm in the Midst of Chaos, Your Prescription for a Stress-Free Living. And hello, Dr. Calm, and welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Good morning. It's my pleasure to be uh, here on this uh, interview today. And, and Happy New uh, Year. <laughs> happy New Year and Happy Holidays. And, uh, you know, let's welcome the New Year and live a stress-free life. That sounds great. Well, if we could, I'd like to begin with your personal story. You are a busy and successful internal medicine MD. What prompted you to launch your journey to create a stress-free revolution, giving keynote speeches, conducting workshops, and authoring your soon-to-be-released book? What, uh, what got you into that? There are at least two things uh, that prompted me to take this path, even though I originally never thought I would do this. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, I think it's my destiny, I believe. Um, the reason is, number one, many years ago when I was under deep distress, hmm. I accidentally stumbled upon certain principles and techniques that helped me calm down instantaneously. And that saved my life, that saved my career, and I was able oh, to build a successful career uh, at the time. And, you know, before I stumbled upon those principles and techniques, there is no one to really help. There was no one really to help me. And yeah. I was uh, in the dark. You know, I, I don't know what to do. And yeah. uh, I felt so hopeless at the time. And I can, uh, you know, I, I can feel the pain of many people in the world. Yeah. I think the real sign of transformation like you went through is the desire to help other people achieve the same <laughs> result that you achieved. That's so wonderful that you're doing that. Yeah, and, and the second thing is that I see as a physician every day, yeah. people are so stressed out and stress yeah. is a silent killer. Yeah, it sure is. And well, let's talk about the, enough being done. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the science. What is the medical definition of stress? Where does stress begin? And when did it become? Uh, does it become chronic? And from a medical standpoint, how does chronic stress negatively impact our physical bodies? Chronic stress impacts us in many bad ways. I call them, you know, the seven deadly consequences of stress. Oh, wow. Um, and one of them is a major, major one is our health. Um, yeah. People who are stressed, um, they have increased risk of having heart attacks, oh, increased yeah. risk of having strokes, increased risk of uh, having liver and lung disease, increased risk of having accidents, suicides. So yeah. it's all over there and it's associated with cancer. And as you said earlier, Alzheimer's, it shrinks your yeah. brain. Oh, um, wow. Stress has its fingerprints on every organ system in your body. Ouch. Well, in, in your upcoming book, you promised to describe the law of thought mechanics. What is this law, and how does it impact the level of stress in the human body? Like our physical world is governed by the physical laws, like the Newton's laws of motion. <laughs> Our mental world is governed by these laws of thought mechanics. I see. Number one, 
And when you understand these laws, you'll be able to live a stress-free life. So the first law is, as long as you let your thoughts flow freely in your mind, huh. you will be in a happy and peaceful state of mind. Oh. And that is our natural state. Yeah. So number two, stagnated thoughts lead to stress. Oh, yeah, that's right. And whatever thoughts that you're attached to and lead to stagnation of your thoughts, that is what leads to stress. Yeah, especially when you're stagnated on thoughts from something that happened in the past that you could do absolutely nothing about. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the third law is whatever thoughts you focus on, that becomes your reality. Yeah. There is no other reality than what your mind is focused on right now. Yeah. And if people want to focus on something bad, they will experience those bad emotions. If yeah, people sure. focus on something good, they will experience good emotions. That's yeah, it. That's, that's kind of like the law of attraction that people are always talking about. But there's a lot of truth to it. If you concentrate on, on bad thoughts, you're likely to... Uh, the bad results are likely to come true or something worse. <laughs> But if you concentrate on good thoughts and you're aware of what's going on and aware of opportunities. And, uh, well, what are some of the common stress triggers that can lead us to chronic stress? I know you talk about stress triggers. There are two important things. I call them external triggers and internal triggers. Oh, I see. So the external triggers, that's common. Everyone knows them. Okay, you know my wife said something or my husband said something or, you know, my boss did this or, you know, yeah. Trump did something, whatever yeah. it is. You know? Yeah, it may not have anything to do with you, but... <laughs> yeah, so I mean, those are the external triggers and that is well yeah. known. And then yeah. a lot of times, actually, uh, people ignore the internal triggers. Hmm. means people do things around you, you don't have control, those are external triggers, but... Inside your head, you are thinking whatever you are thinking, no matter what yeah. happens outside you. I, I see. And so either... A little voice inside keeps generating these, these internal negative triggers, then, I guess you're saying. Exactly. And that is a major problem, you know, because this is something that you could control. This is something yeah. that you can be aware of and eliminate easily. The external oh. things you can't. Yeah, that's that's but a good internal point. things you can. We can't uh, eliminate external events, but we can always determine how we react to those events. <laughs> that's sort of the internal Absolutely. reaction to them. But uh, well, on your website, you make the distinction between acute stress and chronic stress. What's the difference between those two? Uh, that is the essence of stress. Uh, understanding uh, the stress management act is a so important point. Acute stress is a normal physiological response oh, that we are all equipped with. Yeah. And we need that, you know, yeah. when you are in danger. Yeah, I see a deer yeah. in the headlights, acute stress tells me to swerve to miss the deer, <laughs> and that could be valuable <laughs> and beneficial. Exactly. And our body is equipped very well to deal with those dangers, and that's good. It's good. Yeah. The yeah. problem is, 
when that acute stress turns into chronic stress. That is where the problem comes. Yeah. And what turns acute stress into chronic stress is your thoughts. Let me give an example. Yeah. I think people will understand it uh, very well with this example. Imagine a zebra being hunted down by a lion. Yeah. And hopefully the zebra escapes. Once the zebra escapes, it comes back to its normal state in the next 30 yeah. to 45 minutes. The acute stress yeah. is over. It moves yeah. on, it grazes and mixes with the herd. It's done. Yeah. Now, imagine the same thing happening to a human being. Yeah. So if that happens to you or me or any other human being, we think, oh, and hopefully we escape, number one. Yeah. Uh, if we do escape, <laughs> you know, I'm saying, oh my God, what? happened you know why did this yeah. lion attack me there are 100 people around me why me yeah. what is wrong with the lion i did not do any harm to this lion and i'm and never going to graze again because i might it might happen again <laughs> it might happen again and i am an animal lover i have five yeah. cats 10 dogs at home i take care of my animals very well this yeah. lion should know it this yeah. lion has no business to attack me and then you keep Going on, thinking about it, analyzing yeah. it, and you know, yeah. and you perpetuate yeah. that stress. So, an animal responded to the acute stressful event and forgot yeah. about it. It's done. A human being continues to respond to an acute stressful event that is no longer present. It's not there. Yeah. Sometimes oh, yeah, you continue to respond to it three months later, also. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great distinction. That's what, what that chronic stress comes from that uh, can be so harmful when you, you keep stressing over the same thing over and over again. But uh, Well, when we're in uh, d deep distress, it feels like nothing works in our lives, as you put it. Yet on your website, you promised by investing as little as 20 minutes a day, we can see a magical transformation in our lives. What should we be doing during that 20 minutes that will bring about this transformation? And what's the best way to get started on it? There are three essential components for uh, stress relieving. I and I created a breakthrough system. Um, the essence of stress management is in the system. The essence yeah. of not only stress management, but stress prevention in the first place and stress oh. elimination yeah. is in the system. Number one, it is called the PET system. P stands for three principles. E stands for two relaxation exercises. T stands for one concentration technique. Oh, I see. So now, when you practice the that system... PET formula, then, that's uh, what we should keep in mind. And uh, give us more details of that. Now, when you understand the three principles you will prevent stress in your life because, you know, when you understand, it's, let me give you a metaphor. When you understand that you put your hand in fire, it is going to burn you, what are you going to do? You're going to prevent doing it, right? Yeah, that's for sure. At the same way, when you understand the three principles, you prevent putting yourself in stressful situations or... When there are stressful situations, you will learn how to prevent yourself from stressing out. So that is what the three principles do. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, 
Yeah, knowledge is such a major part of avoiding something you don't want to uh, get into, like stress. Exactly. It is the knowledge that liberates people from stress. Yes. And also, it helps people dissolve stress just in a moment. Oh. In a moment. When you understand them, and that is what happened to me almost yeah. 10 years ago. Wow. In a moment. So, number two, the two relaxation exercises. When people are deeply distressed, you know, no matter what happens, you know, how knowledgeable you are, things are going to happen in your life. Yeah. And we often fall into that stressful state of mind. When you are there, these two relaxation exercises, even if you just practice them for five to ten minutes, huh. will de-stress you, will relax you, will bring you back to a normal state of mind. Yeah, that's wonderful. I call it the art of de-stressing. <laughs> <laughs> and these are... Uh exercises you can do anywhere or do you have to be off by yourself or what how do you you know what kind of an environment do you have to be in to do these uh, exercises the first exercise um you could sit down in a quiet place I see. and take five minutes you know it, it could be in your room it could be yeah. anywhere basically it, you can do it anywhere yeah. simply put as long as you can just sit down relax and do it. The second exercise, you can do it even while walking. Oh, when you go for a walk, when you are walking, you know, um, in the grocery store or anywhere, basically, yeah. you can do it, and that is going to bring you back to a yeah. relaxed state of mind. That's great. And the Where, oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just was wondering uh, how would we? Uh, where would we go to learn the uh, the details of these? principles and the exercises where where do we go to get that information that we need to uh, so we can start uh, doing the practice or actually putting it into use the pet system there are two places where you can find them number one on my website if you go and if you send me an email either through the website uh, or i can give my email right now yeah why don't you do that my email is stressfreerevolution at gmail.com. I see. Or you could also send an email to info at stressfreerevolution.com. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's how to get uh, And you can uh, then send details of this uh, PET system, or the PET system, as you call it. Right. Well, I don't think we got to the P. What's that one concentration technique uh, after you do the two relaxation exercises? That is the concentration technique that transformed my life completely, and oh. I want everyone to benefit from it. It's magical. Oh. Uh, when people practice that concentration technique, I recommend at least 20 minutes a day. Yeah. When they practice it regularly, sincerely, consistently, they will see. They will see their life will be transformed. And again, I shared that as a part of the PET system, both in my book, yeah. uh, as well as uh, on my website and through my 
stress mastery program. I created a program called Stress Mastery Program that uh, helps people take step by step uh, on how to eliminate stress from their lives. Yeah, I guess when your book comes out, and you you say that's coming out in mid-January, it'll have a a lot of detail in there about this PET PET techniques as well, I presume. Absolutely. Well, let's deal with one current... No, go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, and also, um, people, you know, sometimes they feel like they need uh, personal help, like, you know, someone to guide them, uh, yeah. hold their hand, and take them through. So I'm also available for, you know, phone calls or coaching oh, sessions. Oh, that's they great. need uh, that kind of help. Well, let's deal with one current real-life situation. How would you advise those disillusioned, hurt, and fearful of the Trump election? How can they regain their calm, get over it, and move forward? What do you tell people that are uh, all upset that uh, and the election results from last fall? I know. There are at least half of the country yeah. is still... Um, feeling very, very stressful about uh, the election results and the upcoming Trump presidency. The truth is this. The truth is this. You know, we don't know what is going to happen. We really do not know. Good can happen, bad can happen. We don't know. Then why imagine a fearful future that is not yet here? Yeah. And our mind loves to do that. (laughs) Our mind loves to dwell on the worst possible outcomes in the world. Yeah, you're you're talking to the choir on that, because I know I have that problem all the time myself. (laughs) You always imagine the worst. The second point is, if someone's presidency, whoever it is, is supposed to change your life drastically, completely, yeah. transform your life completely, then yeah. there are so many, you know, uh, so many presidents, so many elections, yeah. but still half the nation or probably most of the nation is still struggling with various issues in their lives. Yes, right? Very it could true. be financial issues, political issues, you know, yeah. uh, whatever it is, basically. The only thing The most important thing, not the only thing, but the most important thing that is going to determine your destiny is the conscious choices that you make every day in your life. Amen. You have to be CEO of you, so to speak. Trump isn't CEO of you or Barack Obama or anyone else, any other politician or really anyone else in the world. You know, you you have to really be the person in charge and, you know, you can... Events will occur that you can't control, but you 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 can control how you react to them, and uh, that's such a, a crucial uh, point that, uh, and it, it makes absolutely no sense to run around with our heads hang down if we were uh, Democrat Hillary Clinton supporters because uh, we can't change the result of the election right now, and uh, yet we have to move forward to, and make our own lives the best we can, and that includes helping other people as well as ourselves, obviously, but. Uh, but it's it's you can't really put your destiny on a politician <laughs> like Dr. Thomas just told us. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. And people yeah. Yeah. 
Let's mm-hmm. talk just a bit about your book, Calm in the Midst of Chaos. Uh, that'll be out in January. Who's that written for primarily? Is that written for uh, medical people, or will it be written for the average person who suffers from stress, or who, who do you uh, have that written for primarily? Um, it's going to be very strange when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. It is written for anyone who is stressed. Yeah. Typically, <laughs> when you write a book, people say, you know, you need to write for a target market. And I'm like, you yeah. know what, the target market really is stressed people. Just, just about honestly. all of us. <laughs> yeah. All of us. It is a, it's a humanity, it's, it's our problem, our human, human beings, basic human beings problem. It's yeah. our um, whole humanity is stressed, honestly. Um, so anyone, the way that I have written the book is anyone can pick up the book and read a paragraph or two and feel the impact on their life immediately. That is the way I have designed it. Well, where should we, uh, should we check on your website to determine when it's going to come out and uh, when we can get a hold of it? Because it sounds like a book I definitely want to read. How do we keep Um, up? It will be definitely... Yeah, I will. Uh, I will uh, update it on the uh, website definitely. But I think the best way is to email me at stressfreerevolution at gmail dot com or yeah. info at stressfreerevolution dot com. So if you yeah. send an email to me, I'll keep you on the list. And oh. when the book is about to come out, I'm going to shoot an email, and it will be available on Amazon. It will be also available in the bookstores, and I will yeah. uh, inform you. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it would be great to have a, uh, an email come out and tell us when it's ready. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, send that email anyone that's interested in the book, and I certainly would. Uh, I know chronic stress is a destructive emotion that no one should live with, especially you and me, and it accomplishes absolutely nothing in the long term, and it can destroy lives, both yours and those around you, including those you love, because it's very tough to live with a stressed-out individual. And the good news is, as Dr. Karen Daniela tells us, Dr. Calm, in other words, there is a cure, and we can conquer stress, and it may not be as hard as as we think it will, especially if we get a hold of uh, Dr. Calm's new book, Stay calm in the midst of chaos, and I'm certainly going to look for it when it comes out. And thank you so much uh, for joining us today. It's my pleasure um, to be on this um, uh, interview, and I'm here to help. Please let me know how can I serve. Oh, that's wonderful, and Happy New Year to all of you, and uh, let's make this a stress-free 2017. <laughs> We, none of us really need that in our lives. Thank you so much for tuning in today on Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Well, that was wonderful advice from our guest, Karen Denjala, MD, also known as Dr. Com. Let's all start the new year by chilling out. Weed out all that bitterness, grudges, fears, and worries about the future. Calm down and enjoy the moment you're living in right now. There's absolutely no, nothing gained by worrying about the past or the future all the time. And observe what a wonderful positive influence that has on your own enjoyment of daily life. 
And guess what? I'll bet you'll become much more productive and will begin to accomplish those life goals. The old law of attraction really does work. Now, before we go, I want to talk about something that all of us do this time of year, and that's make New Year's resolutions. And like me, are you tired of the same old resolutions you make every January 1st, only to give them up, if you can even remember them, by early February? Well, here's a novel idea. This year, resolve to help your spouse or significant other, your kids, or another special person in your life to achieve their resolutions. And of course, as a first step, you need to sit down with your loved ones to learn what each of them really wants out of 2017. And we're already past New Year's Day, but pick a good quiet time, uh, preferably a non-work day, away from all the hustle and bustle, and speak to your loved one or your uh, spouse or significant others one-on-one. Ask your life partner, what are your most important goals and objectives for this year? Is it in your career, uh, personal goals for you, maybe losing some weight, getting in better shape, whatever, for our family as a group? And what do you want out of me to help you accomplish your goals? And uh, now, uh, next weekend, how about a family gathering with your spouse and the kids? This might work with kids as young as six or seven. Who knows? Uh, Younger than that, probably not. Each family member, including mom and dad, sits in a circle and relays their most important personal and joint family goals for the new year. Another possibility, and I don't know, it depends on how you think it will work best in your family. Maybe you and your spouse meet with each child individually, and this is low-key and uh, not like putting them on the spot or anything else. These sessions will have to be without pressure especially your teens, and also you're not asking them to talk about uh, aspirations uh, regarding their love lives or their social lives because teenagers are not about to share that with mom and dad. No, your 16-year-old daughter is not going to reveal uh, that hot guy that she wants to uh, go steady with. (laughs) And uh, with your uh, preteen and especially teens, uh, we're talking about their personal goals Uh, both for near-term and the long-term future, but nothing uh, immediate in terms of romance or anything like that. For instance, maybe your 14-year-old son would really like to make the uh, high school football team next fall. How can you help? Maybe uh, pay for youth football camp, or if you're uh, qualified, maybe you you used to play football in uh, high school or college, you could teach him some some skills. Maybe your 18-year-old daughter wants to get accepted at a prestigious college and uh, needs help with all the preparation and the application process this year, and you can certainly uh, help in that uh, process. And after uh, the 2000 resolution meeting with each of your loved ones, and then go off by yourself and write down for each loved one objectives as you heard them their objectives, and then for each, uh, think of ways and write them down that you can support your loved one to accomplish their resolutions for the year. If possible, formulate what I'd call a resolutions keeper action plan. That's your action plan, not theirs, for each loved one. And then it's up to you whether or not you want to uh, discuss this or disclose this action plan with them. I would think probably you would not want to disclose it. You just go about uh, silently and uh, consciously uh, helping them in any, any way you can to reach those objectives. 
Uh, and a- after all, it's better uh, to help behind the scenes. Usually, your favorable attitude will go a long way in helping others meet their goals. You can be sure of that. And we should never attempt, uh, by the way, to tell a spouse or a teenager especially what they should hold as their New Year's resolutions. Uh, You and I are not our spouse or our kids. They have their own minds and their own objectives. Now, uh, obviously, if you think a resolution of one of your children is way offline, you might make some subtle suggestions on how they might improve that uh, resolution, but you should never uh, belittle it or uh, put them down in any way. To summarize, it's common knowledge that most of our personal New Year's resolutions fail. Can you believe that studies demonstrate that only 8% of people uh, will reach their 2017 goals, no matter how good the goals may be? And you can't set goals, certainly, just to please someone else. And you uh, you can't succeed, you won't succeed, without a clear step-by-step plan for reaching your goals. You can't just set the goal and then sit back and wait for God or whoever to take care of it. And you must take full responsibility for your distractions, whether you brought them on or someone else brought on the distractions. And you've got to work extra hard uh, throughout to get back on track. Uh, So here's my suggestion for 2017. It's okay to have your own uh, New Year's resolutions, but concentrating on learning what your loved ones resolve and uh, make plans and go out of your way to help them along to reach those goals. On the other hand, let them know your goals and ask them to help you to keep on track because once it becomes a... uh, shared family affair it's uh you're working in it together and you're not all out there all alone battling uh the demons that keep you from reaching those goals and each family uh member's goals matter and you're in it together that's sort of the uh way I think that uh, some of those resolutions will be met this year. Now let's all go out and have a great new year and let's make it great uh, by resolving to keep at what we want in life right up until next December 31st. And why not? We won't stop there either, right? And uh, to all of you out there, happy new years from middle age can be your best age. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com.